Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This one's an easy one. Don't even have to fake it. Don't even have to fake the funk, baby. This was a great one. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Nuggets pick up a dub in Los Angeles against the Clippers, and they do it in very exciting fashion. Sometimes we head to the Winner's Lounge, fellas. We're like, ah, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? No shortage of things to discuss tonight, and they're almost all positive. Maybe they're all positive. I can't think of anything too negative at the moment. You, I'm sure you can do it. You can probably I'm sure I could if you had enough time. It's a great one. Nugget Shine had some great lineups that we got to see, and they looked great. Had individual players that looked great. You had guys at the end of the bench that you start to think maybe they should move up the bench a little bit. We'll talk about all of that. But first, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Kale, throw that logo up in the corner for me. Uh, use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up. Don't be like me and bet against Dev. Listen to my guy, Dev. You know what? Dev is like Christian Brown. Mm, He's, yeah. He struggled out the gate. He struggled out the out. gate a little bit. <laughs> you know what? He's starting to come into his own. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I'm joined down there by superstar Dev. I'm not a I'm Christian Brown. And give me Ish Smith. I'm Ish Smith around these like around these parts. Hey man, Ish Smith's been shining all preseason. You you were a little late to the party. You're Christian Brown today. Uh, I'm also joined over here by D Line, who I'm telling you guys right now, you might be laying in bed, you might be watching on your phone, your TV, your tablet. I don't know. You're thinking my vibes. They're a little mediocre. Eric is. I'm telling you, he's about to pick them up, dude, 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 dude. That oh, guys. <laughs> 
It's not even a sentence. <laughs> I listen. Who could who could form a sentence in times like these? That was incredible. The Nuggets looked so good. Every Nugget looked amazing. Like <laughs> Adam, also Adam coming to us from the Bat Cave uh, looks. Even he looks like he's got uh, the perfect amount of vibes. This is I. Uh, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm putting inappropriate tweets out there. I'm spamming our Slack chat. <laughs> Every player, I have like a, a comment on every player. Uh, no one has the stamina to keep up with my chat. Uh, it, like it's, uh, I, I'm in another level. This is the first time that I have really, truly, truly felt the hype for the season. It is, uh, it is so odd. Let's go. Dev, he's, he's like, he's so uncontrollable. I can't tell if it's just that he's missed the Nuggets, which we all do. Yes. Or if he's genuinely just like no, dude. drinking the Kool-Aid. I really, I, I'm I truly guzzling the way that he was acting on Twitter. <laughs> that was, that was the next level. I'm like, this, this guy has clearly lost his mind. Like he I is have, off I don't the care. rails. This guy I can't don't care. control himself. I don't want to. Who wants to control themselves in times like these, man? Let's go. It's, it's go time. There's a lot of things to get through, guys. Should I do a fast recap to get us started? It I is. think I should do a fast recap. There is so much to start with. No Jamal Murray. No Bones Highland. So you think, oh, my gosh, this game might lack some intrigue. No Jeff Green as well. No DeAndre Jordan. Um, but not to be alarmed, we got a really intriguing lineup to start the game. Bruce uh, Bruce Brown as point guard. KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic. A very fascinating lineup, and it lived up to all of the hype. The offense was unbelievable. 125 offensive rating in the first half. And I don't know what it was with that group out there, but it had to have even been higher. Those guys, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, KCP, they all know Jokic ball very well. They were cutting. They were knocking that. KCP was absolutely on fire. They were, it just was really beautiful basketball. Jokic is in his, it is in heaven. Jokic's stat line tonight, 0 for 2, 0 for 2, one of which was a three-pointer, but seven assists. He just got to sit back and play quarterback. He had, what just happened here? Oh, man, ESPN keeps doing this thing where they play the uh, automatic ads. I got to stop it. How do I stop it? Damn it, I can't. I have to close out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out how to stop that. Four assists for Jokic in four minutes. KCP had 10 points right off the bat, and he was confident. Like, we talked about KCP getting some open shots. He's in the right places. Tonight, he kind of looked calm to me. He looked excited, and he was just in the spots where he knew he was going to get shots, and he was knocking them down. Um Jokic checked out after like seven minutes, eight minutes with zero field goal attempts and three fouls, but he had a bunch of assists and he was kind of dominating the game as a, as a quarterback. Um, no point guard for most of the first quarter. Ish Smith didn't come over until the, till the very end. And when he came in, he absolutely took over it. John Wall is, you know, everybody's hyped about John Wall's return. Ish Smith and John Wall had a little back and forth for a while there. And Ish Smith outgunned him. It was like they each scored twice. And then Ish Smith just kept scoring and it was pretty dope. Smith looked absolutely incredible. Uh, Christian Brown, second quarter. Christian Brown had some really nice off-ball buckets, including in transition. He he continues to be a guy that, in my opinion, is just always in the right spots. And tonight, he was starting to finish uh, those, those opportunities. Jokic, I think, is definitely a little bit rusty, I would say. Like, he had a pass tonight. You never see Jokic throw, like, really bad pass. He had a pass tonight that was, like, 10 feet too high. <laughs> you remember that one? Way, way high. Way out of bounds. You never see that from him. Um, and I just love – I have a note in here just says, I love this lineup. <laughs> I really did. Watching those guys play was so so great. Bruce Brown does so many things. I think Bruce Brown is going to be a Nuggets favorite. I think he's going to be like a Gary Harris, one of these guys that people just love. 
Um, he does so many things. We're going to talk a lot about him today. And then Michael Porter Jr., very, I thought, played within himself tonight. There were opportunities to shoot bad shots that he passed up. And then he caught a couple grenades that were like, hey, end of shot clock. We need you to do something. And he came through. Some insane sidestep and step back three-pointers that he drained. Um, Nuggets fouled a lot. If I had one complaint, that would be it. They played great. They played some good defense, but they got in the bonus and gave up some, some easy ones. Jokic got called on a take foul. That was hilarious. And then Aaron Gordon had an insane dunk, put back dunk off of a play that was like, it was just a, a work of art. AG deserves a lot of talk today. We got to make sure we get to him because he has not gotten his flowers, I don't think, for what he's done in this uh, preseason so far. No starters in the second half. I have a note in here. Davon Reed can really shoot the ball. He he knocked down some shots today. Zeke Naji, beast mode inside. Lots of him. And what did he end up with rebound-wise? I'll have to pull up my ESPN thing again. Maybe I'll have to go to NBA so I don't get the autoplay. <laughs> really, I'm in shambles over here. Um, Jack White got posterized. And then Peyton Watson did some well, things. You're going to bring up the old stuff, man. Who cares yeah, about that? Bring that up. Um, so those are my quick recap notes, but the Nuggets get the win, and I thought their defense looked good, other than the fouls, which you know gave them a bad defensive rating at the end of the day. But other than that, I thought they did a good job, and their offense just looks so unselfish, so instinct in sync, and some guys emerged. All right, Deb, that was a long recap. Those were the highlights. What there's so many ways you could take this. If I say your big takeaway, there's so many different things. What would be your big takeaway? Um, truly, I, I feel like um, every single Nugget is good. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I, I mean I took multiple naps throughout that game, but every time that I woke up, something positive was happening. There was a new basket being made. There was a new run that the team was going on. I look at the Slack message. Eric is losing his mind. Yeah, that's Adam, right. you're giving every single uh, take that you ever have had in this game. I was like, hey, vibes are great and things are, good things are happening. So I was like, hey. This team, this is the team that they want. This is the beautiful game. This yeah. is making extra passes. This is, you know, um, finding the open man, playing, you know, hard defense. But just everybody uh, free. Um, Dev likes. <laughs> Dev likes. Jesus Makes Christ. its return. So, so your takeaway is just that all the nuggets are good. That's your big takeaway. <laughs> yeah, God yeah, I really do. I think that everybody got to unlock um, themselves. Like uh, having a guy um, – like Yoke, who really might be going for a record right now. Um, I think that he's trying to be the first MVP to not score in the preseason. (laughs) Not one field goal in the preseason game um, is like what he's going for um, while playing. Um, Having a guy that's just willing to pass and get everyone involved and get the offense flowing and and get everything going. Like, I just really think that the team is just like appreciating the fact that they can – um, shine and get themselves going and also um, I think that he just understands if they can get going um, then when he returns or when he becomes himself it just makes it a lot easier um, for them so I just do think that it was just really uh, free-flowing and isn't there, isn't it exactly what I said in the pregame like exactly <laughs> what I fucking said the pregame. did you say it <laughs> or no Elegantly, you even fucked that up. Eloquently, yes, I did. I absolutely, I laid it no, up no. perfectly. And you both, no, no, in an elegant both, way. <laughs> I, I, we all agree you're an elegant man. This is exactly what I said was I was looking forward to watching Jokic just facilitate, watching every nugget hit their ceiling, show us their p- potential. Like 
there's one like the first half of that game was just like a fever dream it was all process (laughs) it was all process it it wasn't just hot shooting it wasn't just bones coming out and just nailing logo threes it was like the eight games that we had like it was that time where people were cutting they were in the right place they were passing to the open man the right decisions were being made no one was playing selfish at all they were finishing at a ridiculous clip and every Nugget is good. Eric likes. If you're still my shit, I'm still your shit. Um, the thing is, like, it's just, it's, it's exactly, exactly the recipe I was hoping to see. Christian Brown looks like he's getting his confidence back. AG looks like the absolute perfect compliment player to go along with not only Jokic's game, but somehow everyone else's. And then Michael Porter Jr. just getting that, like, ridiculous, unflappable, like, irrational confidence and just hitting shots with like no effort not hitting any part of the rim dude it was just like everything it, i just had a checklist of like nuggets fan fiction i was, just, I was like okay, <laughs> yeah, there it is there it is oh bruce brown yeah. ish smith cooking uh dude I, I i'm like i'm uh like truly this is the first time i've like really really felt it about this year we've talked about it all off season we've talked about it for the last two years like what this team could be you finally have the pieces coming back Jokic has the team around him like and calvin booth like really took like the the team around uh he took like the building blocks that tim Connolly put in place and like he finally made the right moves to like get the exact right players around him it seems like obviously this is preseason i don't care dude i'm speaking in superlatives like it just seems like it just seems like it's there dude kcp looked perfect in his role tonight he was just he shot like as much as barton would but he didn't do it in a way that felt like extraneous like he was open every shot he took and he hit a lot of them like guys did weren't biting on on up fakes like they were playing defense perfectly they were in the right places they were rotating like dude it was just like I, 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 this is like i mean this has just been what i have been waiting for for two years like i went through last season and like if this is the only game we get out of this it was like worth it i mean that's kind of how preseason goes sometimes you only need one game you know like it, you, it's just it's preseason it's sloppy guys are getting their footing under them and this was a game i i feel like if you look at the four preseason games so far the nuggets have gotten better the first two sloppy defense isn't there these last two you're like oh okay that's the nuggets that's what preseason's about you don't need to see all of the games to look great you just need to see a little bit of progress and to see some flash i'm with you i, I have two takeaways one of them is ish and we're gonna have to put ish on the side for a second so because good, so it's a good. little bit less consequential although i think it is very consequential and i'm gonna i have some superlatives for ish later on in the show but the other top storyline to me is the Nuggets, in my opinion, have to find ways to get Bruce Brown on the court with Nikola Jokic. He is such a Jokic player. I'm so fascinated by his game. Just how hard. First of all, let's start with the defense with, with, with him and KCP. I mean, KCP, a solid defender. He does some things. He had some, some steals tonight and just some stuff. But Bruce Brown is like a tenacious defender. He almost reminds me more of a Marcus Smart, where he is playing defense as an attacker. He's not just trying to like shadow you or this or that. Like he's constantly like every second there's dead a second. He's trying to poke the ball away or, or, or do something. Um, he's making multiple jumps and multiple efforts to block shots and stuff. Like he just looks like a nightmare to have to go up against. And he plays with that energy every second he's on the court. And usually when you get a player like that, they're like Shaq Harrison. Zero on offense or maybe they don't fit or this or that. 
I love how Bruce Brown fits with Nikola Jokic. In that starting lineup tonight, in the two stints we saw, both stints, the ball popped, and it never stopped popping. There were maybe two or three possessions all night with that lineup where I thought, okay, that wasn't a great one. Aaron Gordon had a transition three he took that I was like, come on, man, that's you don't need that. You're going to get that shot anytime you want. Maybe one or two others. But the rest of the time, everybody, including Michael Porter, I thought was committed to – just trying to get A-plus shots. And if it wasn't there, keep the ball moving. Keep cutting. And and tonight, that's what was so encouraging about it is you think about who they lost. And even tonight, like Jamal Murray, Bones, Highland out. Not that the, I'm not trying to say anything bad about those guys, but they're high-usage guys. The, the Nuggets have a lot of guys who are willing to be low-usage tonight. And Bruce Brown, KCP, and AG are all – all three of them are those guys. And you put them on the court with Jokic tonight, and what do you get? The ball popping nonstop, and they put up seventy-four points in a half. It was that—that's my big takeaway. So they've got to find a way to get Bruce Brown playing with Jokic. And in my opinion, Dev, and I'm curious what you think. I think they've got to find a way to get Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon on the court with him. And I'll and I'll say KCP too. But I, I think those two guys, and then if you add KCP, those three guys with Jokic, I love it. You could play it with Michael Porter as they did tonight. You can play with Jamal Murray, as I imagine they'll do often, and you can even play it with Bones Highland. I think any of those three guys can play with that foursome, and it's going to be dynamite. Yeah, I mean, before the game, Eric said that his takeaway was just going to be how um, how this like how this offense uh, looks um, and how this might be their best lineup, and it just kind of makes sense because Brown, I feel like, unlocks um, this Nuggets team, especially that starting lineup or just uh, units that you could put with Jokic. Um, usually, like you said, you get a guy like uh, Shaq Harrison, who's just a tenacious defender, and that's all they bring. Or, or even Tory Craig that wants to try to open up, you know, in different ways where they're trying to show that they can put the ball on the floor. They're trying to show that they can um, shoot the ball a little bit more. He got zero shots up in this game, or zero threes in the game, and still was able to run the offense and not try to prove himself. Like he's comfortable mm-hmm. in his spots where he's not trying to. Um, do open things he's making extra cuts um, he's putting the ball in his hands but he's not over dribbling like he's playing Jokic style of basketball where he's like okay I'm going to give the ball to um, you know the open man or our best player and then I'm going to cut and just try to make things happen in essence that's also unlocking Aaron Gordon because he's able to like not have to be the point of attack defender so you have Brown who's able to play defense which also hides like parts of Michael Porter Jr.'s game and he gets the focus right. on the rebounding and the shooting um you have a KCP who has a mixture of both but I just think that defenses have to guess with a, a Bruce Brown just because of the type of player that he is I think that he's like a enigma for other teams but he also just makes the the offense flow so Having a guy that can play offense and defense, but also plays the the brand of basketball that they have, it just leads to like winning moments. And I just feel like he does that without stepping too far out of his game. So, so tell me, Eric, you, we saw that that foursome I'm talking about tonight with Aaron Gordon, KCP, Bruce Brown, and then Jokic. It was tonight. It was with Michael Porter, and I thought Michael Porter did a great job. Are you curious? Do you like that foursome? And do you, are you curious to see it with Murray, with Bones, with these other guys? Or do you think there's other combinations maybe you like better? The the thing that's like so encouraging about 
Brown playing with Jokic is that he just he drives like he's he's all yeah. about cutting. He's all about driving. He's not looking for outside shots. It's like a totally different thing that you get with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray can do both, and that's why he's so dynamic. He can stop and pop. He can roll out, look for the three, and he can drive. But like Bruce Brown was just putting so much pressure on the rim and it was allowing everybody to just eat. Like, I mean, you don't quite know like how locked in the Clippers were defensively. Like, you know, there's a lot of factors that you, you have to temper this a little bit with, but I'm not willing to do it at this moment. Like it just looked, it just looked goddamn incredible. Like it just, it just looked like that everyone was in the right place. You know, there was no, like the, the fact that they put up that offensive rating and the most efficient player, in the history of the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic didn't even shoot a shot is <laughs> like, cons- I mean, consider that like Murray wasn't playing like I, it just, what it does is it just gives you lineups that you can attack different teams with, depending upon who it is that they're rolling out. If they have somebody that's weak at containing the perimeter and like, you can go with a Bruce Brown, like you can go with an Ish Smith. You can go like guys that really put pressure on the team that way. Or if you know, you, if you have like a stout interior defense, having just like the Murray Jokic two man game, which we've only seen like for 10 seconds. And right. it was like the most dominant thing in the NBA for the longest time. Like you have that at your disposal too. Like, well, this is one yeah. question, though, Eric, I have, which is the ball was really popping tonight. Murray and the Murray-Jokic two-man game is obviously great, but sometimes those guys can become a little too Murray-Jokic. Like, okay, those For guys sure. are running stuff. And it's a good problem to have. You know, it's like saying Steph Curry shoots to me three sometimes, right? Like, it's a good thing that you have this thing that's so great. I always say I think the Nuggets' perfect offense is going to be when that lineup closes game. Murray Jokic, you yep. close with that. Yep. And then yep. you find spots. We need a bucket. Definitely. We're going to this. But that you try to get this other style going because it just gets everyone involved as often as possible, first, second, third quarters. And tonight, that's what you got. And that's why it was just um, – you know, that, that's why it was so encouraging. Aaron Gordon, by the way, 5 of 10 tonight, had 12 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. I mean – his stat lines are never going to pop. I don't think. I mean, rarely this this whole season he might have five, six, seven pop stat lines where we're like, oh, look at that. But he just does stuff, man. When he's on the court, he just has like an impact on the game, and he's always in the right spots. I think he's been one of the sneaky big winners of preseason, and that he's looked good to me in all of these. Even though he's been cooked, like some of the guys that went off tonight, Norman Powell went off. He couldn't miss tonight, but I still feel like Aaron Gordon has done a really good job of fitting in to 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 where he belongs. No question. No, I mean, it's just he he is now we saw tonight again. We've seen it in a few fleeting moments because it just and we, it's funny because we just had to be a broken record for the longest time. Like Aaron Gordon is not playing the role he was brought here to right. brought here to play. Aaron Gordon is being asked to be the second uh, leading scorer or the second scorer on this Nugget squad, which is absolutely not what he should be doing. Like tonight again, we got to see like the perfect usage for Aaron Gordon and like what he looks like he can be so dominant inside he can be um he just makes the right play it's it's kind of effortless when he's not like when he's not like just trying too hard and shooting threes and you know doing things that like aren't really part of the best version of his game it's like you know he can seem like a little average but like a night like tonight you're like dude this guy's a he's a beast man like like he He can't really be yeah like he was going up so strong he was getting rebounds like dude it was just so encouraging just throwing through 
Dev, the guy I want to ask you about is KCP. Um, he's looking like a really seamless fit. It's so funny because we're always going to compare him to Will Barton because that's the guy that the, the spot he's taken. But the fit to me is what really stands out. He only went two of six tonight from the three-point line. Felt like he did a lot better than that. But 14 points, four of eight shooting. Just, just feels like Jokic knows where he's going to be. He's going to knock down shots. It feels like that's a fast chemistry. Yeah, I'm glad that it's starting to come together for him just because I just – I was early on, I was like, I want to see something. I want to see him look comfortable. Um, and he's starting to see that. Um, he also understands, like, the type of spacing he's going to get with a guy like Jokic. He's played with, like, LeBron James and things like that. Um, but now he's, like, with willing passers. Like, everyone is starting to make the extra pass. Um, and he's starting to attack. I think that he's a pretty good scorer. So um, being able to shoot the ball well but also just stay on the attack um, can go a long way. He made a lot of vet plays in this um, game where he's getting guys in the air um, and, and getting shots up. He's trying to get to the free throw line. Um, he gets a little trash talking on the play that he actually got fouled on, got the ball back. That's a heads up play where he just throws it up at the end of the shot clock. That was a dope play. And then he's trash talking a little bit. So like he gives him that flair um, and whatnot. So yeah, ACP, like he, continues to just show like signs of just being there and just being able to mesh. All right. So we're going to take a break, but I have to, I have to say this. Here's the thing that's so encouraging for me because I still think the bench has some, like, I'm not so sure about it, how it all comes together, but here's what I am sure about. I trust the starting five, all five of those guys, Michael Porter's defense, whatever, but his offense is so insane. Like we, I trust those five guys. I trust bones Highland. I trust Jeff green. I trust Bruce Brown. And I trust Ish Smith. And that last one to me is a huge surprise. To me, Denver has nine guys. And I trust, not only do I trust all of them, but I pretty much trust any combination that you throw out there. And then there's a couple guys, you know, Zeke Naji, Christian Brown, who, who are right there, you know, right there for me. But I look at this and I say, if the playoffs started right now, there's nine guys and almost an infinite amount of combinations you can throw between those guys that I think, oh, yeah, that's going to make sense. Um, we'll talk about Ish Smith, though, who tonight was, again, one of the big takeaways. Wouldn't it be crazy if the, the playoffs did start right now after game four of the preseason? We just go right it would, into the it would be really tough. It would be really tough. <laughs> but after what I saw tonight, I'm ready. Well, I'm uh, ready for it. Bring on the playoffs. Let's go. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Although I'm pushing NFL bets. You know what I really should be pushing? NBA futures. Maybe NBA futures are where it's at. This Denver Nuggets team tonight made a believer of me a little bit more. Definitely that is true. I believe in the Nuggets a little bit more after tonight. That's how that's how encouraging tonight was. Um, to make things even sweeter, you can throw on the stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. That's where you make a single-game parlay, and if it's three legs, they give you a little bonus. If it's four legs, an even bigger bonus, five, six, seven, eight, whatever it is. The more legs you add, the bigger the bonus is on top of that. So you can throw like $3 or something on, bet on every NFL game as a parlay, see if it hits. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DMVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DMVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the, N of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also want to tell you about the Game Time app, the Nuggets. Home opener is just, what, nine days away now? Nine days away. If you want to get tickets, you can head to the Game Time app and purchase tickets right there. Use the link in this description. So always know in the podcast or on the YouTube uh, channel, there is a link on there for the Game Time app. 
just click on that. It'll take you right to it uh, using our sort of our link. And it's great. They've got all kinds of deals on concerts uh, or events. And then, of course, all your sporting events. If you want to go see a Broncos game, if you want to see an Avs game, you want to see a Nuggets game, you just click on that link. It'll take you there. And then you can even set a little alert that says, okay, uh, yeah, there's the link right there. You can see Kel is showing you in the description. That's how easy it is. And then you get a little alert to your email or to your phone where it'll say, hey, you wanted an alert for Saturday night's Nuggets game. Guess what? A ticket just went on sale for even cheaper than the one you had marked. Uh, in the same section or what have you. So if you're looking at it, they seem a little high, just hit that alert button and it'll get you. Uh, Game Time app's a really great app, great partner for us, and we really appreciate it. If you guys are buying tickets, don't go anywhere else than the Game Time app. All right. Um, back here, we got to talk about Ish Smith, guys. We got to talk about him. Got it. Ish Smith tonight had 15 points, eight assists, four rebounds, one steal, one block, was a plus 17 in 23 minutes, 7-11 from the field. And here's the King DraftKings king of the game. We could have given this to a lot of different people or as Eric wanted to everyone. I wanted, I wanted to give it the whole goddamn nuggets. I don't even know how you pull one guy out. Everyone played incredible. Everyone did, but I think Ish Smith was just a little bit above everybody oh, else. And, and honestly, like I did not come into tonight thinking Ish Smith was going to be the storyline. There were so many other things that could have been the storyline. Here's how hot. We could talk about the game. Mid-range assassin. I honest to God, look. Is he this good? I He's been this good for no. most of the preseason. He's been this good against Denver in the past. I'm watching this guy, and I'm going, I think he's just this good. And if he is, here's the thing. He's been the third string. Ishmith has easily, easily in the preseason been a top nine Denver Nugget, in my opinion. Easily been a top nine guy. And we look at that second unit, and we think with Bones, he has to be both the facilitator and the scorer. That's a tough ask. I'm watching this and I go, I think Ishmith is clearly deserving to be in that second unit alongside Bones. Uh, this is not yeah. taking anything away from Bones. I think it makes Bones' job way easier and it makes him better. And it, obviously you're going to have Bruce Brown there. I think Davon Reed would be the guy out. I'm so impressed with Ish, Dev. Are you, are you seeing the same thing as me that you think this guy is easily a rotation piece right now? Yeah, I think Ish Smith might be like riding too close to the sun. Like, I really don't think that there's anything that he doesn't do well. Like, he's just perfect. Like, I don't think he's had a bad moment in the it's crazy right now. He, he's extremely fast. He's extremely confident. He makes the right play. He makes the extra pass. He scores when he wants to. He really is knocking down that mid range at such a high rate. I don't even know if he could score the mid range. I don't know if that's part of his game. Like, He's like knocking it down with such confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. Everything about him has been just like speed, speed, speed. He just could yeah. do that. But now he's showing everything. Like um he, he's he's really like a, a vet out there. And you could tell like he's been in the league for such a long time. And everybody respects him. Like, really, like he's fouling guys, he helps them up. They like allow him to help him up and things like that when they're super mad. Um, there was one point guard on the nuggets for tonight. So all the spotlight was on him, and he really did show up. Like, any show, like, I could be with that second unit. I could run that second unit. I feel like if you put him in with the starters, he's going to still do the same type of things. Like, the confidence um, level in Ishmith is as high as the confidence level of him with the ball in his hands. Like, I really think good things are going to happen every time he touches it. God damn. Mr. Nuggish? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's all I know is that he does this to us every time we play. And I was like, you know, he's like one of those guys. He's uh, 
who's the who's the the guy from the Kings that does it to us every Rashawn uh, Holmes. Holmes? Yeah, that like then you realize he doesn't whatever he just he's just for whatever reason like has that mid range push shot that that takes advantage of Jokic's unwillingness to really yeah. contest a center. But dude, I mean, like I I literally cannot poke a hole in in Ish Smith's game right at this exact moment in time. He just looks this good. Like he looks. I mean, I, I was saying some outlandish things in the, in the Slack, like. Does he look better than Monte? Like, is he a better player than Monte Morris? Did we get a better, like, did the trade yield us two players that are actually better than the other two players that we sent out? I mean, I mean they're different. It's funny because this Smith, like this trade in everyone's mind, including our own, like when we talked about this trade, we said it was Will Barton and Monte Morris for KCP. It was a two for one. It really wasn't. It was a two for two. And it might be like Monte was a backup point guard. Ish is a backup point guard. At least at this very moment, at very early, we got to pump the oh. brakes on saying anything with our chest here. Like we, we, we've only seen a, a few preseason yeah, of games. Course. We got to wait to see. But at the moment, I have to agree with you, Eric. He looks, he plays it different than Monte. Monte fewer turnovers, better three point shooting. You know, whatever ish quicker breaks down the defense and then just does stuff, man. Like he makes a lot of veteran plays. Him going at John Wall tonight. I'm not kidding. He outplayed John Wall tonight. He really did. And the battle of head-to-head, and John Wall was trying to go at him, stole the ball from him a few times, attacked him, like in transition, like singled him out, goes right at him and scores. So to me, I'm, I'm with you, man. Ish Smith to me is looking like a guy that I think, oh, man. And by the way, I don't think this takes anything away from Bones Highland. Bones Highland is still going to be the guy that, in my opinion, will run that second unit. It's just he'll get to run it now as a scorer, not as a scorer and facilitator. To me, yeah. you get to have him trying to attack, attack, you swing, Ish can do other things, gets back to Bones, attack, attack, shoot the three, whatever. Um, I think this is only going to make Bones' job easier, the fact that they have a guy in Ish Smith that is so competent right now. Dev, how do you see that pairing? And this is why I hope everybody gets to play in the next game because I hope Denver can put together one, at least one half where we see an actual rotation. How do you see a Bones-Ish pairing potential? Well, first off, I just know that there's going to be games that Jamal is not playing, so Bones is going to have to yep. be a starter or going to have yep. to play a lot with the starters. So then there has to be a sec, uh, backup point guard option. They have a very competent backup point guard that they can put in the game and feel very confident in him um, running the unit and still being very productive. So, like, that's going to work perfectly. But then on nights that Jamal is playing, you still don't want to sit-ish, especially um, um, when he's in this type of uh, rhythm. So, like, having uh, Bones be the shooting guard and having Ish run the offense, um, that just makes it, like, a, a lot it makes it difficult for, you know, defenders. You have two speedy guards who could really break down um, the defense at all times. You can't just put a slouch on Ish Smith. You're going to have to put a quick guard on him or he's going to eat you up every single time the way that he's done in the past. Um, so, like, if you put two guys on there, now you have Bones being guarded by somebody he's not supposed to be guarded. If you switch that up, Ish Smith gets to go off. So now you have two options of primary ball handlers who – we're okay, like, uh, making the extra pass. We're okay um, not shooting every single time, but it just adds an extra weapon. So having if Schmidt there, like, Denver won. Denver won with this one. And also you get to have him at such a, like, a low rate. If you want to keep him around, you can. I can't believe that this guy is bouncing around like that. <laughs> but he's finally on a team that, like, appreciates what he does. And they're, like, they're playing for something. And I just don't feel like he's done, like he's had that for a long time. This has to be the best team he's played on. Eric, so, I mean, here's the thing, though. Ish is a third stringer. Is he a second stringer on opening night? Ooh, uh, 
man, it's crazy. We've had what four? This is the fourth preseason game. He's been king of the game twice. (laughs) That's wild. That's like a why. I mean, like it doesn't mean anything, but like that means something. Like he has been the standout two games in a row, and this is a guy that was just an absolute throw-in. It felt like to a trade. It was like, all right, well, they've got to, you know. Unfortunately, like we KCP is the target. It's been this way for years, but you know, Barton. Uh, going to Washington doesn't feel like enough for them. Like now we have to sacrifice Mr. Nugget. We got to throw in our guy, Monte Morris, who's been just getting better and better. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what to think of, of what the trade was going to be. And now it's like, God damn, like, yeah, should he, <laughs> should he run the, the second unit? Should Bones be the two player? Should he be the, uh, the CJ McCollum? Like it, it, this whole time is Bones. Literally CJ McCollum. I thought he was Dave Willard, dude. I, I don't know, man. Like it's yeah. crazy. And and you start to think about staggering lineups. I mean, again, we're getting we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I do foresee a scenario where Michael Porter comes out as the first sub, Bruce Brown goes in. So you've got that Jamal Murray, KCP, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, Jokic lineup that I would love to see extended minutes of. And that means you would probably segue then into a second unit that would feature Ish Smith, Bones Highland. Michael Porter, Jeff Green, and maybe Bruce Brown is also playing a little bit there. Maybe DeAndre's playing there. Maybe Zeke is playing there. But I start to like that. That second unit may be a little light on defense if you go with Ish, Bones, and MPJ all in the same lineup. But I'm sorry. We talked about playing fast in Denver using the mile height to your advantage. Who's faster than Ish Smith and Bones Highland? There's going to be a lot of tired teams trying to keep up with those two guys, and I just think you can put so much pressure on a team in a way that will really work. I love what I saw from Ish. I'm all in. I think he's part of the rotation opening night, and I don't know if that was always the plan, but look, Davon Reed, he's still a young player. I thought he was fine tonight. He made some shots tonight, but I just think if you will compare him and Ish Smith, to me it's like, no, I think it's clear that Ish Smith is just a cut above him um, right now and where he's at. The other guy we should get to is Zeke Naji. Tonight, 23 minutes for him, five of six from the field, eight rebounds. There's rebounds I'm going to keep monitoring. Eight, 23 minutes, eight rebounds, that's good. 13 points, uh, one assist, two block shots. And more than anything, so he gets to the line tonight. He only went three of six, but he gets to the line several times. He's playing big. He's playing strong. That was one of the things we had to talk worry about was he a little finesse game, you know, below the rim game. He's trying to go through guys this year in a way that to me is very notable. I, I noticed that he's initiating contact, finishing through contact, and just embracing contact more. Eric, are you impressed with Zeke Nanji? What I love most about Zeke Nanji is he's playing inside. He's not hanging out in the corner. Like he, last year it was him hanging out in the corner. Uh, in I think part of that is just that his, you know, we're also impressed with the form on his jump shot. Like he does have a great looking jump shot, but he put all this, this weight on in the off season. And like now he's playing like, a big guy like he didn't play big last year at all and so far in the preseason like that's been the way that it's been going like he's in there he's getting rebounds like that that tells you something too he's just in the middle of things and he's like beasting which is like not what we expected out of the piano man like he we thought i mean i i looked at him as like you know he's got great uh act like like perimeter defense like we were impressed by his perimeter defense we didn't know if he could really play inside and maybe he like really couldn't like maybe he just needed to put this weight on and it really has like changed the way that the nuggets think about using him but he's like he's playing volleyball and i didn't expect that out of him it's like it's great to see yeah zeke looks like a a different man um completely like he even has the braids now 
Like, Let's we, go, I, dude. I don't even know if we could call him piano, man. I haven't heard about a piano in a long time. He might be, know, he might be a drummer boy or something now. Let's go. <laughs> He's different. But like this is a guy that like took the, the exit interviews like serious. Like when you when you go into that, you you say, What are some of the things that I could work on to be able to get on the floor um next year? He had you know, he had the injuries and things like that, but um they need a backup center. They need a guy that can defend other bigs. So he got stronger. He got bigger. Now he's actually starting to play like it. He isn't just sitting um, on the perimeter anymore. He had six defensive rebounds in the game. It got to be a, like a high for him. Um, he's he got eight boards in the game. Um, he's around the rim and trying to make things happen. And you can see now he's starting to score a little bit easier. Now he's starting to try to run through guys and, and be able to dunk the ball. He's been super efficient. Um, around the rim and just finish it in ways that I just did not imagine that he'll be able to last year. He looks like really it's like night and day as a person, um, but he's taking it serious. And every single time out, he's trying to make it a point that um, that he's here to stay. He also uh, just fits. Um, so he's been really, really good in the preseason. The thing with Zeke, I just named nine guys that I think are in the rotation. No questions asked. I still don't know if Zeke is there. And he's been very impressive. He's the talk of the town. Everybody's raving about him. You know everybody's raving about him, by the way, when we're telling you everyone's raving about him. And then you listen to Zach Lowe and they're talking about, oh, I'm hearing, you know, like that's a, it tells you people in the organization are hyping Zeke Naji right now for whatever that's worth. And you see tonight, like it, it, tonight it was very warranted. He was playing big. He was playing bully ball. Is he going to be in the rotation the opening night? He's another one. If you told me, I think it's going to be DeAndre still, and I don't know what to make of that. You know, and I don't even know if it's wrong. Part of me, there's one. You just think about what is the combination of players that are available, and what are you looking for? Denver might try out both early on and just kind of see what works. But God um, damn. But Zeke definitely looks to me like he has leveled up as an interior player. There's just no questions asked. No question, uh, man. Think about this though. Just like. The idea that the Nuggets are at a place where you just you don't trot out a lineup because they're the ones that you have. It's like you, right. can, you pick like how to attack the other team. Like we're at this seemingly at this place where you can sort of like actually craft the lineup to attack the other team's weaknesses, and it's just not just like oh, this is how we play. Hopefully, we you know we make our shots or whatever. It's like no. You know, we really need a big, big presence in uh, the middle, so we'll play DeAndre. Or we we right. want a guy that can potentially stretch the court a little bit, or can also play in and get that interior presence as well. And that so we'll we'll try out Zeke. I imagine. I mean, I I think that they're just gonna, you know, they have the luxury now to play so many different lineups. I don't even. It doesn't really matter who starts the season in the rotation. I just kind of think it's going to be fluid, and it should. It'll be interesting to monitor. Zeke, definitely, though, you have to tip your hat to him. He's a guy that is in year three, and he has been a grinder. Michael Malone talked about how there is a sign in the weight room that says – it has a picture of Zeke his first summer and a picture of him at the end of his first summer, and it says, what have you done? You know, What have, what have you accomplished this summer? Something like that. And the point is that Zeke in his first summer just added so much weight, changed his whole body – he has been a workout warrior. He has been a guy that has been in Denver all summer working out with the training staff. And you could see it. Like whether or not that's going to get him on the court for extended minutes right off the bat or not to be determined. But you can definitely see that he has addressed the things in his game that he needed to to the best of his ability so far. And a little bit of confidence I think is going to go a long way for him as he continues to grow his confidence. He just has a little bit more of a, a swagger to his game this year. Um, 
Speaking of swagger, you guys, football season is back, and Mile High is ready to see what this new look Broncos team has in store. Spoiler alert. What was, this, what was this ad copy written? It feels like maybe five weeks ago. Five weeks ago about, you know, Brett Brew has you covered with the hometown craft beer of the Denver Broncos. Broncos country pale Hey, this Broncos not so great. Broncos country pale Very good. Uh, show off that colorful Colorado legacy with the Orange Crush logo and 100% Colorado ingredients. This will be your go-to for football season. You know where you can get it. Get it at the tailgates, the the DNVR tailgates, which are in the most beautiful location in all of the surrounding area of Invesco Field or whatever it's called, Empower Field. Um, if you haven't been to one of our tailgates, it really is great, man. We're right there, like ten feet away from the uh, from the stadium. Great view of the city, great view of the stadium, and then obviously we have uh, all kinds of DNVR stuff going on, including some Breckenridge Brewery Broncos Country uh, beers for you. Also want to tell you guys about Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of DMVR. They really do have some really cool gear. Pins and Aces, like, golf gear can be really stale, can be really corny, can be really boring. Pins and Aces is, like, golf clothing for, like, young people, for, like, fun people, not just, like, the boring, you know, the same old, same old. Uh, we love the Pins and Aces gear. We get tons of compliments on and off of the course. Our golf guys are always decked out head-to-toe in Pins and Aces, even walking around just the DNVR bar. They're always decked out head-to-toe like they just got off the golf course. Family-owned golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve. An innovative, I love this, innovative product that allows you to store <laughs> seven beers right inside your golf bag to keep them cold for the entire round. Eric, how many beers can you drink in one round of golf? Uh, let me do some quick math. So how many holes? 18 holes, right? That's right. And uh, each hole, I think I could drink, I'm going to say 500 beers. <laughs> 500 beers. There's the math. I've seen him golf. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Pins and Aces, check them out. Okay, guys, we have to talk about now Bruce Brown. Oh, I'm sorry, Christian Brown. Brown time. Eric, you've been a big Christian Brown skeptic. Well, He's by this no means... He's by no means like shine, like, oh my God, this guy's unbelievable. I don't think any of the rookies are going to play that much. Christian Brown, maybe eventually. But I feel like over the last two games, there's been a little bit of a weight off of his shoulders as he's got seen some shots go in. And you're starting to see like, okay, he has some things to work on, no question. But to me, at least seeing him finish dunks, finish at the rim, and just play with a little, a little more loose, to me, he's looking a lot more promising than he was two, a week ago. Yes. I mean, it's I would say it's unfair to categorize me as a skeptic. I just, I don't, I don't doubt his abilities. Like I'm, I'm just yeah. saying like, he hasn't looked good. Like I'm just re reacting to what he's giving me. I, I'm not like saying like, I don't, I don't see it with this guy. I'm saying right. like, I'm not currently seeing it with this guy. Like I know that he is big. I know that he is strong. I know that he has confidence. He did it on the biggest stage. You can do it in college. It's just for whatever reason, like you know, and I'm, I'm sure like, even when you start a new job, like you're, you don't feel like yourself for the first couple months, like it just takes you a little time to get your stride. And tonight he looked really, I mean, I don't know if he looked fully confident, but he looked a lot more confident. He hit a three, he was driving to the rim with like reckless abandon. He was playing really solid defense. Uh, he was making, he wasn't just doing that thing where the ball came to, he just got rid of it immediately, which is he'd been right. doing the previous three games. Yeah. Dude, Brown town is on. Uh, it's I'm ready. Like, I don't think we're, I still don't think we're going to see him that much. Say, yeah, I don't think so either. It, it being like, you know, injury or just there's back to backs or, just you know, just the the general philosophy of Michael Malone is going to 
play into this quite a bit. But and I don't think, frankly, he's that ready either. But I mean, tonight I'm like, okay, all right, like, all right, Brown Town, let's go. Like, let's open those doors. Like, I'll come, I'll come hang out. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, I love it. Somebody said, oh, I think it was Swiper today on the timeline that said something that he's Alex Caruso with good hair. And I kept thinking, good hair. <laughs> I know. All we've done is clown him for his hair. I feel like Christian with the good hair, dude. Yeah, Dev, <laughs> Dev what do you make of Christian Brown uh, tonight? Yeah, well, I, what I just saw was a guy tiptoe around being called a skeptic, even though he was. <laughs> oh, um, son of a bitch. Dude, I, I was just I was, <laughs> I was skeptic. I'm a skeptic because I just have not seen it um, at all. Um, and this was the first time that he showed signs of life for me. Like even last game, there was like little things, um, but it's just still not there. But what I'm also seeing with Christian Brown is that um, the things that we thought were there, like the, the three ball still is not falling, but now he's found smarter ways to be involved. He's found smarter ways, like even though the other things are not working, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to try to, you know, get my impact in different ways. So he's like playing the overplaying the passing lanes. Um, to try to get easy steals and dunks. Um, he He's still passing up extra shot, like the open shots and things like that, because I think that he's just um, still not confident. But he's like, okay, but I'm going to do like mid-range pull-up. I'm going to do a floater and things like that. Um, he's also even still missing open layups. Like, you know, but um, he's really just trying to find different ways to be involved in different ways to be productive, to like be on the floor. And today was a game that, um, he made sure that he stayed on the floor, even though things didn't go his way um, completely. Um, he's just like, okay, how can I make it easier for everyone else, but also myself? So I'm um, not super high on him, but it's great to see like things are starting to come into his own because like Eric said, when you get to a new um, job, you're not yourself. And no. right now I think that this is the first time in a, you know, probably ever that he hasn't been like one of the best players on the floor that he hasn't right. been the guy. Um, everybody looks cool until other cooler people come around. Like right now, I think that he's just kind of shocked about what's happening um, around him. Um, So it comes slowly. Um, Is this how you feel about me, Dev? Are you you intimidated because you feel cool until you're around cooler people such as myself? Dev won't answer that. I'll I'll answer that for him. I see it. Everybody does that. (laughs) (laughs) We all all cower. We're like – Adam is so goddamn cool. So the cool, one thing, man. the one thing we you hear about Adam, like people, we meet people, they're like, he's so cool. That Adam is so cool. Like yeah, he's yeah. the coolest no. dude. You gotta <laughs> see our, our our group Slack and our group messages without you. Oh my oh. god! Oh, no. cool. First of all, I'm the man. Oh, no. I'm, I'm running without. <laughs> oh, no. My heart. Uh, with Christian Brown, I think one one thing that I think with him is that the game is really fast to him. Like some of the shots that he has passed up or whatever, it's almost like he needs to be quicker with his release and he hesitates and then he's like, oh, it's not there. He has a couple drives where he gets blocked like so hard. You know, like he goes to the basket and just like his shot just gets swallowed up and you're like, yeah, that it's happening faster than you anticipated, isn't it? That That's kind of what I'm observing with him. But the good news is that happens for everybody to some extent. And that's a thing that you just adjust to. The more you play, the more you're like, okay, I adjusted the timing of everything and I start to go. I remember Bogdan Bogdanovich has this great quote where he's like, when I got to the NBA, I realized you can't shoot. You just have to throw the ball into the net. Like that's because everything's so fast. You just have to throw it because Steph Curry just throws the ball into the net. And he's like, so you have to learn. And I think that that's probably true of a lot of guys that things are happening so quick. You don't get the time to like set, do, you know, go into your thing. Um, I mean, just watch. (laughs) 
watch any content that comes in and around the NBA every offseason. You're like, you'll watch Carmelo Anthony never miss a three point shot. You'll watch all these guys. You'll watch, you'll watch like DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, you'll watch DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton just make every goddamn shot, but they can take all the time in the world they want. It's a big difference. Like Vlatko yeah. Chanchar in the corner tonight, like it gets a pass thrown to him. He, it's in the air before it even like hits the back part of his palms. Like you just have to shoot that thing immediately. I'm telling you, I this was such an encouraging game. There was one part that wasn't so encouraging. Kale, I sent you a tweet. Can you pull it up? Did you? I can't. When Kale turns his camera off, I can't tell if he's paying attention or not. Are you back there, Kale? Is Kale? Is Kale? Is Kale, is Kale there Kale, we go. Is Kale awake? <laughs> it is awfully late. Oh no! Like, oh no! There was one rough night. Our what? Guy Why are you showing this goddamn tweet? What are we doing? No. Like, this was the Space Jam dunk. Like, what happened here? Like, he extended across the hole. Look at the guy. Look at Christian Brown behind him. Like, number four, his mouth is open. Like, why are you doing oh, my no. boy? Why are, we, why are we doing this, man? Why are we uh, doing this? Gordon Jump Man sign. Like, there's so many things that are going wrong. He dunked on them, and the guy ended up in the Statue of Liberty. Like, he has no business jumping after things like that. He just made that guy's day. It's Austra- also- Australia is in shambles. We put Australia, Australia in shambles. In- it's so sad. Like I love Jack White. We're having it just we're clown. We gotta clown him. I'm sorry. That that thing, if you hop on twitter.com right now, like every other tweet is that dunk. Um, sometimes there's a dunk, but there's not a great picture. That one <laughs> good work on the photographers to catch him in the exact moment. Like, Are they both <laughs> trying to dunk it? Like, how is he on his back? I just really He's don't like- understand. This is the worst. The worst part is that Jack White did like what was honorable. Like he yeah, had no he chance did. for blocking that, and like half the players in the NBA wouldn't even put any effort into it. But Jack White's like he's going for it, and they're like, "What happens? This is what he gets for. This is what you get for good effort, dude. You get an effort." effort. Oh my god, this is terrible. I, I won't stand for this slander. Plus, then he came back. He hit a a, a rainbow three that went in. He, did. he didn't touch anything. He looked great. He did. It, he, he, he also a great driving layup. Like he, no, he also there. dunked actually because it was what was that guy's name? Um, Diabate, I think, is his name. He actually dunked on him first. A pretty good dunk, not a great one, but a pretty good dunk, two handed dunk. And then Diabate got him back. So tough, tough break. But hey, Jack White, welcome to the NBA. Oh, <laughs> he got your first baptism. Uh, that's how it goes. Get that out of the way early. All right, Kale, we have some super chats to get to. Uh, David, this is a love to D line for link to help me watch the game. Hey, good job. That's Wait, right. did he just out you as a thief? <laughs> as a, a, a peddler of, uh, improper information. Maybe. Are you a pirate? Are you a pirate? I don't want to I'm not going to spread my secrets here, out here on the internet. Let's just say that, uh, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, I, I, I gave him the link. All right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys know eric known pirate uh bradley moss <laughs> says hardest part of the season is picking a favorite nugget everyone looked incredible tonight we're not even out of the preseason hype i'm telling you man i love this comment i saw when it came in it's funny mr nugget we have said and we have maintained that we cannot award a mr nugget until the games start going we've talked about it we've discussed but you got to see the games because you just gotta you gotta give everyone a chance eric I'm not saying he is Mr. Nugget, but you had oh, no idea Bruce Brown, no. Ish Smith, 
you well, know, all these different guys have Mr. Nugget tendencies to them. There's so many guys. I'm not saying that are Mr. Nugget, but there's so many guys listen, with Mr. Nugget tendencies. Oh, the part of the deliberation. Well, I'll say behind the scenes, it has been ugly. It, we've come to blow. It's looked like Draymond Green and Jordan Poole talking about Mr. Nugget. One guy has one idea. I have another idea. But the thing is, is that, you know, we haven't really had like the full package of what it is that we're looking for, for Mr. Nugget. We've had a lot of, there's a lot of worthy candidates and you're right. Like now seeing the, the part that was missing for a lot of these guys candidacies was that command of uh, Nugget's, I guess, culture on the floor, like actually being that calming presence, actually like leading from the floor, like outside, like, the campaigning, the politics—we've seen the commercials on TV. It's it's exhausting, <laughs> frankly. The Mister Nugget uh, campaigning—it's it's disgusting. But like, I mean, I, dude, I, I I'm I'm at a loss. Like, I don't know who to even look to at this point in time. Like, dude, it's, it's a wide open race, and it, it's, it's it's coming down. And, it, so I, in all sincerity, Dev, doesn't it seem like there are a lot of very likable Nuggets this year? I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that just seem fun to watch <laughs> and fun to like hear talk. <laughs> There's guys that came out of nowhere that you just didn't expect. Like, while it started with, like, a Bones versus, like, AG type of, you know, thing, now we have uh, Smith in the the mix. Oh. Um, We have a a DeAndre Jordan that's starting to pop up. We haven't even got on to the the, the Bruce Brown of of the world or anything like that. Like, there's guys that you just have to root for um, that have been just stepping up. Like, but that that just goes to show you, like, the type of – um, you know, community that they have, the type of group that they have, um, and just adding it to the mix. How has Jeff Green not ever been in the in the running? I'm telling Jeff Green deserves a little. He's been he's been great. Like there's a lot all of guys right, with Mr. Right. Nuggets tendencies. I'm all just right, I'm not right. saying they're Mr. Nugget. I'm just saying they have Mr. Nugget tendencies. We are um, we've entered a new like this. What's happened is is we've entered into a new era of Nuggetum, whereby we have passed out of the empire. There's not. There's no longer maybe potentially one leader of the Nuggets. There's not a, a Nuggets emperor. There's a Nuggets republic. We have a a whole cabinet of Nug of Mister Nuggets. Dude, I don't even know what to do. I uh, tonight's really got me acting up. I don't know what to do. With oh this. yeah, you've acted up. I don't know. What, I don't even know who I am anymore, dude. I I, had, I thought I knew everything about the Nuggets. I know nothing. What one guy we actually I, I I was gonna wrap it up, but there's one guy we gotta talk about that we haven't talked about yet, and that is Peyton Watson. Um you know, he was a guy that summer league I, I've said I didn't see it. In summer in the preseason, he's had some games where I've looked at it and I go, you know what, this guy has some stuff. I still think he's really raw, you know, I still think he's gonna be a project, but tonight he goes for seven points, four rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block in 16 minutes. That's a full stat sheet. Every he did everything, and some of these blocks, like the block he had at the rim tonight, a total rejection. He just has a lot of those. You don't see that. How many times do you see players block guys at, on jumpers or dunks where they come back down with the ball? It doesn't happen that often. It happens with him once a game. Like he has some real upside, I think, as a player. He's really raw. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but he's got some real upside. Um, what do you see from him, Dev? You know the guy that got away, that Jared Vanderbilt. And he gives me a lot of the Jerry Vanderbilt type of, um, you know, feel. he plays extremely hard defense. And that was something that they talked about is the type of defender that he is. 
And in every single game, I feel like he has a block where he just steps in and he um, makes it difficult. He's getting his hand on everything. He's an interchangeable defender. Um, he's a willing passer. Like he just does a lot of things like that just show up on the box score every single time. And that's also while being raw. So like when it starts to come together and he adds like the other things to the mix, you can see him learning on the fly. Every single game, I feel like he gets better. Every single game, he gets more confident. But it's not like he has to uh, just do it offensively. I think that at first he was trying to prove like I can, you know, do this. I can. Now he's starting to just come into his own. He's starting to stay into his um, zone and. Um, you can just tell he's a student of the game. So, like, you just kind of have to appreciate the type of learning that he's do. But if you have a project this early on, um, like, he's only going to get better with playing with gold. He's only going to get better in these preseason games, getting those minutes in, um, seeing it. And the confidence is just going to follow forward. So um, you're starting to see all of the things that, like, Calvin Booth seen um, in a guy like that. And when it comes together, he's going to be scary. Yeah. Scary I mean- out he looked it. He looked he, like, the thing for me. I mean, we've seen his defense, but he even looked confident taking shots. Like his shot. He had a three tonight. He had a three. Uh, but he even looked it, it, in the games that we've seen him play in both summer league and the previous three preseason games, which all of which are don't amount to a single actual NBA game. But sure. he, he's like, he's getting more and he and, um, Brown are the same. I mean, they're both like just like looking more and more comfortable out there. Like he was shooting in a way like when he shot the previous times, it was just like it felt like a retro- record scratch each time. You were like, oh, bro, why are you shooting that? Like it, the form didn't look good. The decision was bad. And this was like he just looked like he just looked like he belonged out there. It, it, it was great. And it's crazy because like that he's you know, the last story we've been talking for an hour, like he, we just finally got to him and he looked great he, Like <laughs> in years past. Like if a rookie looked good, we would be, we would lead the, the pr- post game of a, of a preseason game for sure with that. Like, Oh my God, like the new era, look at all these guys are going to be contributing to the nuggets. Unbelievable. It's like, yeah, that's cool. Like our 15th guy is dealt. Like, you know, what do you right. want? everyone's great. He is a project. I mean, I agree with you, Eric, in this one way. Like, as much as I'm encouraged by it, he is a project, but he's got the luxury of getting to be that. I know every rookie wants to play right away, but to me, he's a guy that has an opportunity to go to the lab for one full year, really work on his body, really work on some of the, you know, just his, his polish on offense. And, but I see it with him and I was worried coming into this preseason, even that I just wasn't going to see it because in summer league, I didn't feel like I saw it necessarily outside of one game. So the fact that in preseason of multiple games, I've been like, oh, okay, there it is. I see what we're talking about. That's been really encouraging, and it shows a little bit of growth, and, and it shows that upside. All right. That does it for today, guys. We're going to go to bed. Um, Ooh, not yeah, me, dude. I'm, I'm not going to bed. Woo! <laughs> we're going to bed, baby. I'm going to go to bed. Very, and very encouraging game tonight. Very, very encouraging game. Uh, all of the Nuggets are good, as Eric says. It was very uh, – it, it was an exciting one. One more game left. Hopefully – hopefully we get to see the full squad. I would love to see Jamal Murray get a little bit more run. I'd love to see Bones Highland out there. He was jumping up and down on the sideline, by the way. He didn't look like he was too hobbled. So hopefully Friday, the final game at Chase Center in Golden State, we get to see a full version of this Nuggets, at least for a half, um, before things get real next Wednesday. By the way, a couple quick notes. Wednesday at the DNVR bar, come join us. It's a road game at Utah. Where is there? There's no better place, I'm telling you, in the world to watch the DNVR bar. The new look DNVR bar, which, by the way, has some great food. 
Come get number one thing you can get if you're really just trying to get some good greasy bar food, the poutine. Like chili cheese fries. They're so they're so good. They're so fantastic. The nachos are great. And then also we have the party bus for November 5th. There's only like one week left for you to buy tickets or a week and a half, two weeks, something like that. But it's not long. And those can sell out. We only have like 70 seats or something like that on that. So go to dnvrlocker.com and you can buy uh, the ticket. Join all of us. We'll be there on the bus going to the game, having a great time. It's one of the best nights of the year. So uh, join us for that as well. All right, everybody, hit the like button on the way out. All the nuggets are good! Let's go!